Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Utopia podcast. Utopia football. And it remains Utopia football and baseball podcast because... The Astros are world champions, John. The last time you and I talked was late last week. It was on Friday morning after the Texans lost to the Eagles. And since that time, the Astros have done gone and won another World Series on Saturday. What a weekend that was. What a what a great run by a great football uh, – I'm sorry, a great baseball team um, in, in these Houston Astros. It was incredible. I've been following this team for a long time, and – you know, you'd think in 2017, we didn't know anything about a scandal and it was big, but there was just something different about this one, Sean. And I think it had a lot to do, everybody, not just the players and Crane and the Astros and everything, but fans, everybody. It's like the weight of the world uh, had been lifted. And because of the scandal, everybody wanted an untainted World Series championship and they got it. And it's like a big dark cloud's been lifted from our city, and uh, and I I think it's it's wonderful as somebody who's been an Astros fan since the beginning when they were the Colt Forty Fives, I've experienced mostly frustration, not exhilaration, but man, oh man, winning this series in six games, Jeremy Pena being the MVP. Uh, knowing Dusty Baker's coming back next season, that should just make them the favorite to win a third World Series. Yeah, did you know, John? I, I think what I like best about this about this title run is, given the backdrop of the sign stealing scandal, that's been what's hovered over this team for the last two years. And in the eyes of some fans in other cities, it'll never stop hovering over this team. But I think the the sign stealing is just one wart on what is a franchise that is on the cutting edge of a lot of things, makes a lot of great decisions, has developed a really good farm system, and they've just got a way of bringing players in, both developmentally and culturally, and getting them to fit in and become key parts of this team. And I think that's what I like most about this championship is that, yes, it was some vindication for some of the guys who are still left over from that 2017 team. You know, Yuli, Bregman, Altuve mostly, ironically, obviously, because he's the one guy that didn't really use the trash can scheme, reportedly. And then I'll throw Verlander and McCullers in there because they were on that team in 2017. So they, they'll always be part of a title that was tainted, even though they didn't necessarily do anything. I love that those guys were at the center of all this, but I love that all those other things were on display. You know, the the, the most important players in this World Series for the Astros were Jeremy Pena, who they made the great decision to let Carlos walk and keep Pena. Framber Valdez, who is a developmental prospect that they got with that wave of Latino prospects that they spent almost nothing on. Christian Javier, same thing, maybe the most important performance in that series. And then just some of the other decisions, the shrewd trades that they've made. Jordan Alvarez, obviously, with the key home run in the in the World Series to, to win the game in Game 6. That's what I like, is that people can talk about the sign stealing all they want, on the list of reasons why this franchise has been great and has won now two championships, banging on a trash can is so far down the list of reasons. 
And I love that the main reasons were all on display in this World Series across the board. They're the envy of other general managers because they've got even Verlander walks. They've got six starting pitchers and all are homegrown. Yep. And you mentioned Pena, homegrown, Bragman, Altuve. It's it's amazing. Tucker. And I can't wait to see what they do in all season. I was really happy to know. Uh, Bob Nightingale from USA Today covered baseball a long time. He reported on Tuesday morning that uh, Crane plans to offer Baker and uh, Cook extensions. Cook is at the uh, Click, you mean? Yeah, Click, yes. Click is at the baseball meetings in Las Vegas for general managers. Winter meetings are in December. And there's been no response from him, but Dusty Baker told Mark Berman of KRIV and Brian McTaggart of MLB.com that he's accepted. The deal's not done. That'll be done at some point, but he said he will be back in 2023. That'll make a lot of Astros fans happy, even though I think we all knew he was going to come back. He said, you win one title, he wants to win another one. He has no interest in going out and playing golf and working at his winery and sunning at his property in Kauai. He's a baseball lifer, and everybody's happy he will return. Yep, absolutely. I know I've grown to be really fond of Dusty over the last, uh, really last two years, three years, three seasons that he's been here but particularly through this playoff run. Yeah, it's amazing. When you go 11-2 and two in the playoffs, I become very fond of you. But uh, Dusty is universally popular across the across the sport, and his winning his first title is, to me, it's by far the number one story surrounding this thing. You know, locally, it's probably vindication for 2017. But I think nationally, the, the one thing baseball fans can agree on with the Astros, we like Dusty Baker, you know, here in Houston and around baseball. So it was great. He had, he admitted after the sixth game that that was motivation. The scandal was motivation for everybody. And even though those that weren't part of it, they had to feel for the guys who were and everything they got on the road, the abuse on the road. One of the things I thought was the coolest of the World Series was the, the, uh, the bank, Citizens Bank Park mm-hmm. was supposed to be invincible. Phillies were unbeaten in the playoffs. And Astros went up there and won two or three, including a no hitter. And based on everything they've experienced the last two years, uh, on the road, it's just been unbelievable. I don't think there's anything they could experience anywhere that went, would be any different. The hate, uh, that they experience. You wonder if someday it'll ever die down. I, I don't know. And I feel, as you mentioned earlier, I feel the worst about Altuve because it was documented he didn't do it, didn't yep. want to do it. And uh, But it's fine because of that deep pitching staff. Uh, Mon- Montero is going to be a free agent. Verlander, of course, everybody else on their staff will be back. And maybe they'll re-sign Montero coming off the best season of his career. And of the position players, you know, Yuli Gurriel will be 39 next year. He was terrible during the season at the plate. He led them in hitting in the playoffs. And do they bring Yuli back? He has said he wants to be back. You know, Trey Mancini's not coming back. I would imagine Christian Vasquez wants to go somewhere where he can play all the time. Yeah. Like he well, did John, John, hang on, because you're, 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 you're thieving from the mailbag right now. I've got mailbag oh, sorry. or about the ass. That's okay. That's okay. Sorry. You didn't know. Um because we we actually have a question about um, 
about that exact thing. Joey and Katie. Let's so let's start in on the mailbag. We'll hit the let's hit the Astro questions first since we it's a logical segue, and then we can hit the football questions after that, and then we can get out of here. Um, so um Joey and Katie says, can you guys go through the list of Astro free agents and handicap whether they will be back or not? You just mentioned a few of them, but I've got the list in front of me, John. Let's start at the very, very top, the most important one, more important than probably the rest of them combined. Justin Verlander. What do you think the chances are that Justin Verlander is a Houston Astro next year? Well, I think they've got a chance, but if, you know, if he wanted like a one-year, maybe a two-year deal, Crane would give it to him, but I don't see Jim Crane giving a 40-year-old pitcher, a three-year contract, no matter how much he, how well he did, even if he wins Cy Young Award and comeback player of the year as he's supposed to. But that's just not the way Crane has operated. What would be great is if Verlander said, you know, I'm not going for $40 million a year. I'm happy with 35 Kate and I love it here. We want to be back. We think it's the best way to get another championship. And we love the fans. Think about how popular he'd be, but I think he's gone. Two years, seventy million. Who says no? I think two years, seventy million. Does I think Verlander say no, or do the Astros say no, or is that a uh, perfect number? He's already paid him thirty-five million a year, so I don't think he would not pay thirty-five million a year as long as he didn't want more than two years. So I would say. Yeah. If it's the numbers you say, I don't think either one says no. I think he'd be back. Yeah, I, I think, and I think that's a reasonable deal. I do for Verlander if he's gonna. If this is who he is, um, you know, and he kind of, I, I, I think, I think John probably got rid of some of the monkey off his back from the World Series. I mean, he finally won a World Series game. You know, it, he he was kind of leaking oil when he came out of the game in the fifth inning. You know, it wasn't. It probably isn't a a, a performance he's going to send to Cooperstown or anything. Um, but I was glad that he finally got that monkey off his back. Um, if you're, as, hang on a minute. If you yeah. are an Astros fan, you got to worry about Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets. If he loses Jacob DeGrom, who's going to opt out, then maybe he'll want to replace one great pitcher for another, and only one of them was healthy this season, and that's Verlander. And because DeGrom's been hurt for most of the last two seasons, and I don't know if I'd give him $40 million a year. And they think somebody will. And they're talking about the Rangers, if not the Mets. But if Cohen loses him, he's going to look around to hit a grand slam. One of the greatest pitchers in history coming off a Cy Young Award just might do it. So that's who I'm worried about, the Mets. That's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, he, this we know. Verlander's going to want to go somewhere where they're going to win a bunch of games because he wants to get to 300 wins. So – I think Houston gives him his best chance to do that just functionally, you know, financially though, there is going to be, you know, that, that that's got to get factored in. All right. So John, let's just do rapid fire on these other ones. Cause these are all lower level guys besides Verlander, but just, you know, 15, 20 seconds on each of these, the chances of them coming back. Yuli Gurriel on maybe a reasonable one-year team deal. What do you think? They need a first baseman. They need a first baseman who can hit, who's not just a good glove like Yuli is. So I'm going to say no. He's going to be 39 years old. If they bring him back and he hits the way he did this season, uh, I think it was nine homers, 243 average, 53 RBIs. He's going to be a detriment for a first baseman. Michael Brantley, John. No, he makes $16 million unless he took a big pay cut. I don't right. see it. Yeah, no, I, I that's I, I, obviously Brantley would be on a pay cut. I wouldn't pay him sixteen million either. Uh, Martin Maldonado is a free agent. I think it's a ninety percent chance he's back. I agree. 
Yeah, one year, five million. That was his contract last year. It's an interesting one. Rafael Montero. What do you think of Montero? Uh, they didn't bring Kendall Graveman back last year. Montero mm-hmm. had come from Seattle for him. I think he signed with the White Sox. Montero's coming off his best season with that kind of depth in the bullpen and only per Paradis pitched really well out of the pen in Sugarland. I think Montero's gone. I do too. I think someone's going to pay Montero like a closer. And I know the Astros will not be that team because they were already paying Ryan Presley like a closer. Um, Oledmus Diaz. Uh, he's got to be gone. I mean, he was awful in the playoffs, yeah. awful in the World Series. He fills a role. Maybe he comes back with a one-year deal that just says regular season on it. Yeah, that's the thing. He he is the type of player that's super valuable in the regular season when you're trying to get through 162 games and you need to give guys a day off here and there because he can play so many positions. He's useless in the World Series where you're just rolling with your guys. You know, you're just roll. You get your eight guys and you you roll with it. Um, you mentioned Mancini and Vasquez. Do you think either of them are back next year? No, I think Mancini's gone for sure. Vasquez got to want to go somewhere where he He's can smart. go back to being a regular catcher yeah. like he was in Boston. All right, so um, so we got that in, John. Uh, that's from uh, Joey and Katie. Um, Grady in downtown says, other than Dusty Baker, who are you most happy for that the Astros finally won the World Series? Um, and other than the fans, I would say the two pitching coaches, Josh Miller and Bill Murphy, took over for some huge shoes to fill. Mm, that's a good and one. Not only did they fill Brent Strom's shoes comfortably, they had top to bottom the best staff in franchise history. I did a column on it. I looked up all the best ones. And when you talk about depth at starting, and then you talk about depth and results and the pen, they don't have a staff that was as good. Now they had one with like three starters who were real good, one reliever, but nothing like this one. Those guys did a fantastic job. I don't know what Crane pays them, but they deserve a raise. Yeah, oh, that's interesting, John. So you're most happy for them. Me, I, I think my list would be my list would go um, Jose Altuve because he, you know the 2017 thing seems to have hovered him wrongly, but hovered him over more than anybody. That's number one. Number two, actually Trey Mancini because I think he's a great story. He was horrible in the playoffs, but he's hard not to like. Uh, he um, he was he's a cancer survivor. He spent his entire career in Baltimore which is the equivalent of being a cancer survivor baseball. <laughs> um, and I, I was just really happy for him. If you went to Trey Mancini in the middle of July and someone said, you're going to be riding in a world series parade in three months, he would have said, you're probably, you're, you're nuts. You're crazy. Um, so I was really, I was really happy for him. And John, we would be remiss not to mention mattress Mac. Very happy for Mac. 75 million reasons to be happy. And since, That's right. since you did three, I did one. I got another one. Lance McCullers, because he didn't have to pitch in the seventh game and perhaps get racked like he did in Philadelphia. And so people don't think much about that five-homer performance, which is one of the worst in franchise history. And he's been here a long time, too. Resigned here, bury him in the eight. So I was happy for McCullers as well. Yeah, Dusty said – did you see the quote from Dusty, John, um, after the – after after well after game six after the winning after they won the world series i think it was harold reynolds on the mlb tv set asked him what was the hardest decision you had to make in the in the world series and he said leaving mccullers in in game three to help save my bullpen um he knew lance didn't have it lance knew he didn't have it but 
And he knew, and Dusty said, I knew, I knew I was going to get destroyed for leaving him in there, but I had to do something for the greater good of the team. And he also said he knew that Lance would wear it. You know, like Lance would, you know, Lance was not going to, Lance was not going to get upset with Dusty over leaving him in. Like Lance is a smart dude, a smart, smart baseball guy. So he knew why he was left in the game at that point. It was up to him to get guys out and eat up some innings. And he's a team guy who's not selfish at all. I'll tell you something else I heard Harold Reynolds say Monday. I didn't know. He was at the game, and he said as soon as it was over, the Phillies went up to their top step and looked at the dugout and clapped for Dusty Baker. I did mm. not see that anywhere on TV, and I watched every second. Yeah, that's too bad. I would have liked to have seen that on TV. Um, that's that's really, really cool.